0: Hello and welcome to the Odds Checker Betting Show, sponsored by Unibet. This is your Punchdown Festival, day four, Friday preview. And I'm your host, George Ellick, and I'm delighted to be joined by a very relaxed-looking Johnny Ward on his sofa, here with his headset on. Um, this is the yeah, day four of the, of the festival. We've seen a fair bit of racing thus far. And maybe the story of the week as to, to where we sit now on Thursday, just early Thursday afternoon before racing starts on Thursday, is Gallop was beaten by, by fast or slow to shock Johnny of the week so far, but maybe not in your eyes, even if you didn't capitalise on it as you'd, you'd like. No, I, I absolutely bottled it, George. I, I did tip the horse off, <laughs> um, but I backed him three places. Um,
1: well, instead of winner. backing like, a winner at 66s, I backed a winner at 11 days or something like that. So um, <laughs> I, I did think that... The thing about Punch Sound, this happens year after year, horses are mm. over the top, and it's hard to predict horses maintaining their form, because horses are not trained for Punchestown, they're trained for Cheltenham. Punchestown is then sort of that kind of um, no-man's land in between um, the end of the season and Cheltenham, where you're obviously hoping that the horse produces uh, his or her best, but it's not generally the be-all and end-all. And um, I thought there was a good chance on Alain, with his profile, would bomb out. So I back faster, slow, and I put him up on the um, odds check or antipost um, column for Cheltenham, and that was a little bit agonising, but he'd won so well in that race, and he was, um he's very likely raced at three miles, um, and it was strange, it went from, you know, about a mile out, I was thinking he's in big trouble, and he ends up winning, going away, but Kind of the relevance of the race going forward, I'm not sure about, but um, you say I'm relaxed. I'm probably, I could use a different word other than relaxed for my general state today. <laughs> I was at the races yesterday and uh, met quite a few English uh, race scorers as well. Great fun, like really good fun. And uh, yeah, plenty of uh, more fun to be had.
0: Plenty more fun to be had. Even if you make me a day off the fun today, uh, hopefully there's no fun in that market. you just drinking it, having a sip out of just there. Um, yeah, this is your, your day four preview. Um, so we're going to be going through the card of fridays racing um before we do there is a welcome offer for new unibet customers money back up to 40 pounds if your first racing bet loses Uh, that is plus a 10 pound casino bonus as well so make sure you click on the link below if you haven't got a unibet account and sign up uh, thank you to our sponsors unibet as ever um start with the 340 no prices here um so no no worries if there's nothing that you want to flag. Um but this is the um the hunter chase over to miles and five furlongs, Johnny. Uh, anything for you in this one?
1: Yeah, I this is probably um one of those races that's um it actually probably is worth a good bit of analysis because it's effectively limited to the local um the local hunt kind of union so it's it's only it's a restricted trainers in the general area um, and it's not surprising that you have the likes of peter maher targeting, targeting the race again but um i keep an eye out for jet fighter he's only a six year old but yeah it's it's very very tough and i have to say no this wouldn't be my expertise at all
0: yeah we'll move on then to what you are an expert in um hopefully i mean that is the 415 uh, handicap chase over two miles five um here kilcurt and so scottish are the seven or two joint favorites life in the park four to one 15 to two about Grandero bello uh we've got authorized art 17 to two as max charm 17 to two adamantly chosen nine to one um here johnny um any fancies in this one i do have a fancy yeah i had to tip up three um
1: tips anti-post for odd checker last week and that went out um on the emails despite the fact that really the word like punch sound race were very slow to be priced up this year this race mm-hmm. willie mullins has won it with blood cutiel avantu kemboy real steel asturian furlong and El elbara so he um he certainly targets this race and um, he's a very good record in it. But I really like Grandero Bello here uh, for Eddie Harty and his son, Patrick. And um, this horse was was well fancy behind the Devil Coachman at Limerick the last day. I think the Devil's Coachman is actually a really good horse. And yeah, so when he when he won at uh, uh, Goran the last day, when he beat um, Max Charm. Max Charm subsequently finished behind, ain't that a shame, um, who obviously was uh, well fancied in the National, didn't quite get home. Um, but Max Charm then went to one, he ran in his handicap debut at Ferry House the 10th of April off 135 and won really easily. So Grandera Bello, to beat him with consummate ease, and he's run off 139. Um, I, I think there's a very, very easy case to be made from George. He's going to be ridden forward. Ricky Dyle obviously gets on well with him. Um, the tongue tie, I'm not really sure about why that is the case. Maybe they think there's improvement on the Limerick run. For me, it was probably that he was a little bit outstayed or maybe a little bit outclassed by the devil's coach. But I think he's a great chance here.
0: Great chance um, there for uh, Grandrero Bella, 15 to 2 with Unibet. And this is one of the races where Unibet are paying an extra place as well, the uh, 415. So you're getting a 5th of 4 about your each way bet there uh, if you follow Johnny in. Uh, On to the um, 450 now, uh, the Mayor's Chase. And it's the repeat of the rematch between Impervious and Allegri Devasi. Impervious, unsurprisingly, the favourite here at 4 to 5. Allegri de Vassi, 11 to 4, who has had a run um, since she was beaten uh, on the Friday at Chartland where she finished uh, second again, four to nine behind Instit at Fairy House. Um, Instit is five to one, uh, making up the uh, the top three in the market. Riviera Tell eight to one. LMA, 20 to one. Dolcita, 20 to one. Echoes of Family, 200 to one. Fascinating little race this. uh, Seven runner affair, Johnny. Uh, Impervious, the uh, the odds on favourite. Can you see anything beating her? I can't accept herself, really, and
1: that's the chance you're taking here, I suppose. Um, she was quite well beaten on her final start last season um, at Fairy House, but I suppose on the figures, that was probably up with her better hurdling form anyway, and she's just taken defences so well. I was at Cork on her second chase start when she beat Dino Blue. I think Dino Blue went about 1-10 to after jumping the second last, and that's important because Impervious has a deceptive way of running where she has this Really remarkable finishing kick, and you remember George Andy Holding was telling us how much he fancied her at Cheltenham, Um, and one of his bets of the week. Really, and we're in a WhatsApp group with them, and like that was probably one of those. It was probably one of those bets that people um, would have gotten involved in on the Friday when they might have been kind of um, struck for a winner, and she just delivered in such um, such style. Describe my Cheltenham, Johnny. (laughs) Yeah, well, this yeah, this is it. It seems a long time ago now, but um,
0: she 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 absolutely.
1: yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, we still have three days of punch sound left, but um, <laughs> she 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 destroyed Allegory Devasi, and like I i fancied Allegory Devasi over her, I thought that, um, you know, she was pretty faultless in terms of her own forms so far, and the, the finishing kick she had up the hill. Um, I do wonder does she even take that much out of herself the way she races, and she's ultimately one of the most efficient jumpers of offense I've seen, particularly as a mayor. The day in Cork, it was really really. Um, it was a joy to behold how quick she is at her fences and the ground that she doesn't give away and, you know, Colin Murphy's probably not done a lot with her since um, Cheltenham but there's, I, don't, I mean, watching that race, there's no way for me that um, you can fancy Allegory de Fassi at all to reverse that form if she produces her form, for me, she wins and as such, to me, you're back in 10 to 11 that she gets rounds and runs runs her race so I'd make her a 4 to 7 shot or something
0: like that Yeah, 45 and is with duty bets um, hard to see past her uh, following up that Cheltenham victory with one there um, in the uh, 525. Now it is the Champion Hurdle where State Man is the two-on favourite. This uh, I think the State Man Impervious double is going to be a popular one on the course. You'd have thought. Uh, Voban is five to two second favourite. Charger fifteen to two. Pied Piper eleven to one. Zanahir twelve to one. Colonel Mustard forty to one. And just a few horses here, um, Johnny, that are quite relieved not to see the, the the black and white of Michael Buckley lining up for once.
1: Well, this is it, and I, I guess your concern for, if you want a backstate, man, is what affects the nine-length bashing that he got at Cheltenham um, will have on him. It had an effect on me because um, I met a the guy who shall remain nameless that I had uh, a distance best uh, with about um, Constitution Hill's performance, because I was big enough upstate how good a horse he was. And it just shows that like, Constitution Hill could probably beat him about 15 lengths. Um, but if he is over that, and I've no reason to suspect that he won't run his race because he's really consistent. I actually don't think one to two is the worst price in the world um, because he's really consistent. He runs his race. And what's going to beat him? Like he essentially holds all of these. The one horse I think is quite interesting in the without market anyway, is Pied Piper, who probably should have won at Cheltenham. Um, He travels really well in his races. I know he was held by Stateman uh, at the Dublin Racing Festival, but he's only a five-year-old. He's improving, and I'd start to give him a chance uh, of coming second, but, you know, the way... I know Willie's had a couple of horses who've either, you know, disappointed or kind of disappointed but managed to win in the shape of Honour Jameen, who I thought wasn't at his best, and then you obviously had Gallop and Deschamps. Like, for me, his horses are generally holding their form, and if Stapan runs his race, he should win.
0: Yeah, two on um, about uh, State Man there, but Pied Piper, 11 to 1. Uh, no without market currently on Unibet, but keep your eyes peeled. Uh, 11 to 1, a quarter of a two uh, in the six-runner race if you're that way inclined. Um, on to the six o'clock now, which is the champion novice hurdle. Um, just over two miles and three furlongs. Imperio Pass uh, said it would be a popular treble. It's probably, probably a popular double. It's probably going to be a popular treble, this one. Uh, Imperio Pass is 130 on ahead of Champ Keely. At nine to two, high definition nine to one. Amir Kabir 28 to one, uh, in the way of thinking uh, 25 to one, and the company sergeant is 66 to one. Again, six runners here, Johnny. Not much from the free trade punters. Uh, can you find an angle?
1: Um, I, th- I mean, if you look at Gaelic Warrior, I laid Gaelic Warrior uh, at down thinking that he might not get the trip. It was a terrible call because he obviously improved for three miles. But if you look at the mm. performance of him yesterday, you're like, how good is him very fast? Because, yeah. um, like, it was a baffling drift at Cheltenham, to be fair. George didn't even go off favourite in the end, despite the fact that, um, you know, he'd been really well touted in the preview night circuit and all that, and often it's actually not a badge. When you get good word for a Willie Novice at a preview night, it's actually fairly reliable. And this horse... um. I don't know he was sensational how good could this horse be and what are they going to do with him next season um so obviously he's, he's likely to win here there's a couple a couple of horses that are interesting in the sense of going right-handed champ kiley um who's obviously held by him at Cheltenham, he did hang right on that occasion and he might run a bit better but high definition is interesting as well because um the way he won his maiden at leopardstown for me he does want to trip i think he might even end up staying like three miles this horse his cheek pieces on for the first time i know he was well beaten at Cheltenham, but it wasn't that bad a performance in some respects and i definitely think going right-handed is going to suit him as well um so he's he's quite interesting as well but ultimately it's it's all about the favorite and i'm really fascinated if he goes novice chase next season there where he's going to
0: end up do you think, because I, I know we spoke about this after Cheltenham, and there was the, the thinking was that they would probably do whatever Nicky Henderson and Michael Buckley decided not to do with um, with Constitution Hill. Do you think after the kind of, no, I don't want to say the word workmanlike, but after when we saw Constitution Hill last summer entry, not that sparkling fashion over two and a half, is there any chance if an Imperial Pass goes and puts another you know, dominant performance here, we might See the moderns camp thinking, you know what, maybe we shouldn't be so scared of uh, of what we're taking on next year.
1: Possibly, like, but it, it's, you know, I suppose a couple of things with it, Constitution Hill was hard to gauge range she, how much he had in the locker. I, I'd be inclined to think that he should stick at two miles because he's so quick. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I think the debate is whether he goes hurling or chasing next season, not so mm. much. For me, um, I think the Gold Cup. I know, like Dawn Run, the Dawn Run double is is an amazing thing to want to achieve. But I I have reservations that the Gold Cup is an incredible jumping test as well. I mean, you saw that it probably took its toll on Gallop and Deschamps. I think it punched some. Of the, it probably left a mark on him. He he wasn't at his best yesterday. Um, and you know, it just entails a lot of effort to train a horse from going to a champion hurdle. Um, quality to then t- towards being a Gold Cup horse, but I, I don't know I, I'd, I'd probably I'd say Willie will probably have a word, Michael Buckley no doubt is is, is, is that punch down this week, probably enjoying it along with everyone else, and <laughs> I'd say Willie will ask him what is the plan, because like ultimately Willie does place his horses really well um, but at the same time if Imperial Pass were to take on Constitution Hill, judging on the performance of Gaelic Warrior um it wouldn't be amazing if you gave him a raise for me
0: yeah, I agree. And also, you know, Constitution Hill, it's hard to, well, it's easy to forget is only a six-year-old. You know, look at what's happening with Shishkin this season. There's no reason why Constitution Hill can't be rooted down the champion chase path with uh, with the prospect of stepping up and chip later on in his career too. So, fascinating to see what will happen um, there. But in Perry Pass, yeah, the, the well-touted and well-fancied uh, and easy to see why 130 on favourite of the uh, Alana Holmes champion novice idol um the final three races on the card we don't have prices for yet i'm sure they'll be up in the next couple of hours or so um the 635 is um another hunter chase uh albeit maybe uh, horses we know a fair bit more about you know with billoway in there both and others uh, any of you in this one
1: we do actually and um this might sound absolutely ridiculous, but I think Animex probably created history when he won at Fairy House in the sense that he was probably the first horse ever on Bedford to touch a thousand who essentially didn't actually come off the bridle. Um, it was one <laughs> of the—it was such a bizarre race. Like, so it, in fairness, it did look—he looked odds-on to be pulled up at one point. Now I'm not that familiar with um, Charlie Mullins, the jockey. He doesn't ride that much over fences. Like, he's obviously Tom's son. He—he—he he, he rides rarely enough, and it was kind of hard to know um, what he thought of Animex throughout the race because he was sent off a very easy to back 80 to one shot he'd been well beaten behind ferns lock um, or behind Billaway at nace and he fell a corn and it was kind of hard to know where his career was gone obviously such a well-regarded horse back in the day, but he ended up actually winning really well and if you were to mm-hmm. take bill away's performance at face value and i know he was second favorite but Billoway is really reliable he always finishes in the first two pretty much whenever he runs his race and actually ended up bolting up and I think um, because of the way that he was ridden and the confidence, if that's the word, for the way that he was ridden, I think this is going to be one of the spectacles of the week because you really don't know... um what, what uh, Charlie is got is, is holding on to and if you watch the race on the exchanges in running and I know um, you know if you're backing him with bet, you might even get an each way price but if you are watching the betting in running it's going to be compelling because if this horse travels at all the way he finished the race at Ferry House is going to be really hard to beat and if you are in the, in the camp of Vosley who is obviously really well fancied at Cheltenham I think David Christie's horses have just been a little bit disappointed in recent months He says his three premier novice chacers, Ferns Fernslock, Vosley and Wing leader have all been pretty well fancied in races and beaten um, and particularly I suppose the last time when Animix won um, I did think it was a little bit disappointing how lock ran. He was sent off 4-11. to He looked, he had looked very good but he was ultimately beaten 10 lengths and I, I just couldn't necessarily back David's horse with massive confidence at the moment so I'd be all over Animix here. He's actually fairly unexposed in this discipline as much as he's a 10-year-old that's not old in this discipline and his rider obviously gets
0: on well with him. Is there any danger that this was, even though it was a five-runner race, the kind of the classic outsider of three, where the the top two in the market have basically gone out in front and taken each other on and effectively you know, bottomed each other out only for something to to kind of scoot on and pick up the pieces at the end?
1: That's definitely a small concern because I, I guess, like, the two riders, Patrick Mullins and Barry O'Neill, they probably had it in their head that they had the other to beat. They finished <laughs> 70, 70 lengths clear of a horse. It's actually not that bad in fourth. Um, So it, they probably did go hard enough. And, like, I don't know what Charlie said after the race, but he, he probably would say, like, the race did fall apart a little bit. But at the same time, um, what's going to be different here? Are they going to be ridden more conservatively? Billaway is quite slow, so, like, he can't really go any faster than he did at Ferry House anyway. And I guess the thing for Ferns Lock was he was a little bit out to his left. But, I mean, that's going to be a concern here again. And for me, Animix was so, so much on top um, from the last. Like, he ended up winning by four and a half lengths after somebody laid him at a thousand. Um, I, I actually do fancy him to confirm that for
0: him. the one for Johnny there in the 6.35. is uh, on the card, we've got the Novice Hurdle now um, over two miles. Uh, no prices again. Uh, anything you fancy here?
1: Yeah, this is quite tough. Um, because you see Mark Walter's riding uh Sam Majest who's um Irish debut looks uh, obviously an interesting horse from the runs at Otoy. Um Archie Brazil, I mean he's kinda of, I was again I was at Cork the day that he won and he's kinda of gone off the boil a bit. Monbeck Park is probably gonna go chase next season. I think he's um He's going to run very well, and he's going to be a really exciting chaser. He's a horse, actually, I keep an eye on in, in the antipost markets for Cheltenham. Um, and another horse, as well, I've noticed, is Night Sparkle. Um, she's a very rare jump-runner from Michael Callan. She's only a four-year-old, but um, she was actually quite well fancied at Nays when she ran really well, and she's interesting going forward. Like, tentatively, um, I'd probably watch the market here and see what the betting is with regarding, to, with regarding the uh, Willie Mullins newcomer, but with, with with not really having the knowledge about that horse, it's a hard race to have a bet on.
0: Indeed, uh, and we've got the uh bumper in the last over uh, two miles and two furlongs. Um, a big old field and a horse that uh I assume will top the market in Leckie Watson. Um, who for, for Willie Mullins who came out very uh impressively on Andy Holding's speed figures, which he sent you and I on that WhatsApp. Um, the morning of the champion bumper and ran a massive race at 80 to 1, met traffic and running, ran on again to finish fourth. That you'd think would be well-touted despite there being 21 runners here
1: yeah a dream to share was another of these horses that got away on me um at Punchestown, and that I basically bumped into these randomers spent the day with them and spend more time chatting than actually looking at um, my uh, my betting options and I looked I was like so I went into um, this long for GAA kind of fundraiser thing gave a few tips and essentially gave a dream to share as my best bet of the day at the time he was something like 11 days then you you rock up and you look before the bumper and now he's into like a yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like and then I, I was like am I going to back him now with this price but in fairness he's a very very good horse and as you mentioned Andy really liked Leckie Watson's performance at Cheltenham. Um it's worth watching that race back because he was mad eye catching, and I know he's kind of been costly to follow. He was sent off 134 to 7 and 5 to 2 and beaten in his three previous starts. But he, he looks like he's a horse that actually is improving. Um I would give a mention to Walkway. Harry met one of his um one of the syndicate actually yesterday, and they're quite hopeful about his horse, Charles Burns. And um, we'll have a couple of good runners later on in the week. And uh, I think he's interested as well. But it's going to take a hell of a performance to beat uh, the favourite. One other to mention is Quantum Storm. And um, he was behind Bally Byrne um, when they clashed at Punchestown. And uh, Bally Byrne is obviously um, a horse that is uh, quite well regarded. And by the time you listen to this, Bally Byrne will have bidded would have possibly justified odds on favoritism in the last on the uh, thursday so keep an eye out for that form but he's very promising into the bargain
0: interesting stuff that brings our day four preview uh, to a close uh, thank you very much to johnny uh, we're going to be recording our day five our saturday preview straight after this so do subscribe to god's checker youtube channel uh, or the podcast where you can find all the god's checker betting shows there thank you very much to our sponsors universe i should have mentioned as well and not only do we have the extra places in the 4.15 and the 7.45, but Unibet will also be boosting the price of the favourites in the 5.25, the 6 o'clock and the 6.35 from uh, 4 o'clock on Friday. Um, so that means for you favourite backers, you're going to have Stateman. I mean, unless something drastic happens, it'll be Stateman and Impair A Impa- Pass will both be boosted uh, on the day of racing. Um, so do check that out. Uh, and of course, the welcome offer as well. Um, so if you click on the link below if you haven't got an account money back up to 40 pounds if your first racing bet loses plus a 10 pound casino bonus Uh, cheers johnny we'll be back uh, for day five shortly Uh, hopefully a couple of winners in there please do ensure that you're gambling responsibly